0: My wording is, if I sniff it, if I even sniff it, if I smell even the slightest scent of it, then I'm gonna, I, for me, I say, I'm gonna spear them. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go straight in, I'm gonna spear it. Uh, when I was on a suicide hotline, we're taught to say, you see me sound, you look. Uh, it seems, it sounds, it looks. And our highly manipulative callers what we would now refer to as half—you guys know when we when we say half, what we mean. Also, Peter, pain in the ass, hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. Whatever your term is, you know the 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 half people. So this guy calls up, and he says, "Can I talk to you about something?" Now, is your radar going off right now on that statement? And what word? might be setting your radar off anybody oh is is there a word okay. that it, the word something i i heard what he really meant was anything that isn't the one that i picked up on at the time but that's a good one you know is is there have they got carte blanche to talk about whatever they want good point in any other word that might jump out of,
1: out of you i think maybe can i mean that's the point he called he knows you're going to talk to him he doesn't have to ask permission
0: it's a yes oriented question which is almost always a trap that's another thing that you're picking up on which is not the word that jumped out at me but i like that you picked up on that one two can you repeat please? <laughs> can i talk to you about something that means i talk you shut the heck up not with to and and i and i responded to the guy I said i'll talk with you cuz i picked up on two if somebody wants to talk to you versus with you that's a trigger word begin to look for the trigger words and the other trigger words that you guys picked up on that i love something that's oh my god i don't know (laughs) what am i letting myself in for and the yes oriented question i will also tell you and i use this on the suicide hotline once, and I used this recently on my Instagram. Because previously, I haven't looked at my Instagram as an opportunity to get in some reps. You know, I put something out, somebody comes back at me highly negative, you know, you're, you know, I put something out in in front of, uh, uh, in support of Jill Biden a couple of months ago. Because of that, that, that op-ed from the Wall Street Journal that was giving her a hard time about calling herself a doctor. Now, if you if you catalog the number, I I voted more for Republicans than I have for Democrats. Uh, so it, it ain't like I'm a Democrat with a Democrat liberal agenda. I just thought it was absurd that a national publication was picking on a female over a title that she'd been legitimately conferred. And the number of cracks that I got on Instagram, like, where were you and defending Jill Cheney and how dare you and this and that. I'm like, are you guys out of your mind? And previously, I'd been deleting those. because, But now I'm, I'm seeing those as an opportunity to experiment. So where am I going with this? I can remember once one of the half clients called the hotline. And immediately, instead of saying, you sound angry, I said, you've got anger in you. And stopped the guy dead in his tracks. So now, when I engage in a troll on Instagram, it, it ain't about talking about the point. And one of the trolls that put something up attacking me for being what I, doing something I thought was decent, I put a response back there's anger in you. Mm-hmm. And so it's does it only. Label- <laughs> does that mean you labeled it? as uh an action versus an identity that's an interesting question I don't know what aspect of my instinct took me from a shoe you seem angry to aha or even a relevel there's anger in you but I, I, I developed you know it's a back pocket uh, it's a back pocket move now I know how well it worked before. I'm remembering my previous lines, which is what we're asking you guys to do. We're asking you guys to take your labels, start taking them up to the next level, try them in slightly different formats, which we have shared with you, and begin to make them your own in the low stakes negotiations so that you can trot them out on the high stakes negotiations. And this is the first time that I responded to a troll on social media that didn't trigger an ongoing argument. I I, I, I responded to this guy. There's anger in you and not another word from him. And then a whole bunch of other people that are fans jumped in and were like, do you see what Chris just did? You hear Chris use he active listening stuff on. Him. So I'm getting some of my low stakes practice in on the people before that I thought were trolls. Cause you know, you need, ideally we eliminate all the halves from our world, but practically we can just minimize them. And there are some halves that you're gonna wanna deal with. And there are some halves that you're gonna wanna leave in there cause you need to practice for when it matters. And that's what we're, Brandon and I are really driving you guys on that stuff. Now we are going back over some of these points because we want your DNA, your daily negotiation application, and we want you guys raising a level of your skills where you either guest interviewing on some of our events, Or you guys are emailing, going like, all right, it's about time you guys added me to your staff. (laughs) We want some impressive stuff from you guys. And we're going to, that's why we're really spending much more time on taking these skills to the next level and what some of that looks like and giving you some of the scripting for it.
1: I think the other thing about that example that you gave with the social media thing is is, I think it's a prime example of circumstance drive strategy the environment and what the environment dictates and what the environment's threshold is all of that factors in and so just simply put chris is a world-renowned author he's known as the negotiation expert on the planet he's got a lot of fans and people know him to be a pretty nice guy, right? His persona, public persona is not that he's a a difficult individual. And so all of that factors into the fact that he can respond to someone specifically on social media and say, there's anger in you and have it solve the problem. If I post there's anger in you to somebody on a social media post that I've made, I'd be willing to bet a ridiculous amount of money wouldn't go over as well. So that's, that's the other thing that's difficult about like here's word for word what we did in our situation. And then have you pick up the phrase and then go drop it into another situation over here because the circumstances are different. I don't have the notoriety and world renowned respect that Chris Walsh does chances that someone will be directly insulted by me typing there's anger in you on a public forum is something they'd be highly insulted by and so i would never do that because i don't think the environment would allow it that doesn't change the fact that i would still need to address it in some way and i would probably i'd probably have a lead up like clearly you thought a lot about this You know, I'd want to identify the motivation behind why we got this beef anyway, first and then follow it up with some sort of no oriented or thought shaping question. I like those a lot. And I think that'll smooth it over because at the same time, I'm allowing this person to save face in the environment. Based on who Chris is, he doesn't have to go through that process of having them save face because you also know he's trying to help right? There's an automatic, he's trying to be helpful. You know, he's not trying to be a jerk. He's a content expert. That doesn't translate to me in every given situation. So again, it depends. However, the learning point behind this of stopping the bull in its tracks based on proper identification of a dynamic still holds true. Now, the words that you use or the skill that you use to address it, again, is dictated by the situation. Start going with your gut. You guys have got the
0: basic outlines for tactical empathy in a real shoe level format, and when your gut instincts start sniffing something, think about how you want to go after it and learn from the situation. And there ain't no better place to learn than with the halves. Because the other thing that we have found since we've been actively implementing the philosophy of walking away from halves and sticking from elves in our company, a director of opera, operations, Davey, pointed out to me the other day that the elves are repeat customers and the halves are not. So not only are the halves gonna torture you and torment you, after having tortured you, they're not going to come back for more business. So this these he's are great people to experiment with, whether they're trolls in social media, whether they're halves in your life. Again, experiment with them in a way that's designed to create a better relationship. You're not looking to punish them. Your, your approach is to create a better relationship. And that gives you a lot of latitude also. It also impacts your choice of words. It impacts your tone of voice. Your inner voice betrays your outer voice. If your inner voice is, I want a better relationship with you, then it's gonna inform your choice of phraseology and it's gonna be that much sharper because that's one of your guidelines, creating a better relationship. All right.